0: You are listening to the Hope Again podcast, where the light at the end of the tunnel gets brighter each day. Here is your host, Jessica Fraser.
1: Hi, welcome back to the Hope Again podcast. Recently, we have been exploring holistic modalities for addressing a multitude of mental health concerns. So far, we have delved into foods that are beneficial or detrimental to our mental health, and whole body wellness and its connection to mental health. Last week, I interviewed Jennifer Doktorovich, and we just grazed the surface of nutrition, hydration, and movement, and how those things all work together to support our physical bodies, as well as our mental health conditions like depression, anxiety, PTSD, and more. To hear the entire episode, please listen to last week's podcast titled Whole Body Wellness and Mental Health. Today I have Janelle Martin on to help me explore more natural ways people can heal conditions like attention deficit disorder with or without hyperactivity, addiction, anxiety, chronic fatigue, eating disorders, PTSD, and more. Janelle is a married mother of two now grown children from Magnolia, Texas. She has a bachelor's degree in biology and chemistry from the University of Northern Iowa and an accounting degree from Lone Star College. She is a Licensed Chemical Dependency Counselor Intern Level 3, and has been actively involved in the recovery community in the Houston and Montgomery County areas since 2019. She facilitates weekly PAL, also known as Parents of Addicted Loved Ones, meetings and sponsors other parents as part of her personal 12-step recovery program. Janelle was formally trained as an IASIS Certified Provider, ICP, in August 2019. She practices at Serenity Wellness and Counseling in the Cypress, Texas area. Through Janelle's extensive experience using IASIS microcurrent neurofeedback, she has witnessed many incredible transformations in her clients, especially when conducted alongside traditional therapy. She strives to keep IASIS microcurrent neurofeedback available and affordable to anyone wanting to improve their quality of life. Welcome, Janelle. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks. I hope I'm saying that right. It's IASIS,
0: correct? Uh, It gets pronounced IASIS, and I have always pronounced it IASIS, but I do think they're changing it to IASIS, so you can say it either way. It's fine. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, I am really excited to have you on. I've heard about neurofeedback for a few years now. In fact, I used a program when I was an elementary school counselor that was based on heart rate and breathing to control movement in a video game format. Mm -hmm. While this wasn't a clinical neurofeedback program, that is the lens in which I understand neurofeedback. So I'm glad to have you on to help give me and our listeners a better understanding. I understand that what you do is not traditional neurofeedback, but I'm wondering if we can start by explaining what traditional neurofeedback is so that me and our listeners have background knowledge on what you do? Absolutely. So
0: traditional neurofeedback has been around a really long time, um, probably since the 60s at least. So it's very effective. Um, It incorporates biofeedback, which is more what you were just describing when the client has to control something or do something during the session. That is called biofeedback. So they're trying to manipulate the brainwaves while the brainwaves are being Energized, let's say. So that is what traditional neurofeedback does, and it is effective. It's been used a long time, like I said. So the difference between traditional neurofeedback and ISIS, microcurrent neurofeedback, is number one, the amount of energy that is used. We call it microcurrent because it is a microcurrent. It is three trillionths of a watt of energy, which is equates to millions of times less energy than a cell phone would emit so it is completely painless it is super tiny and it is super safe uh, the other thing is with Isis is we don't require the client to do anything during the session they simply sit and relax and can close their eyes the only thing they can't do is sleep but um, close your eyes try not to think of anything I, my clients a lot of times will talk to me if they if they so choose, they don't have to do that. Though. I never require that. And I'm not offended if, if somebody wants to sit quietly and not talk to me. So um, it takes about seven minutes, so it's very short. A couple of the advantages of IASIS microcurrent neurofeedback over traditional um, neurofeedback would be, first of all, IASIS is more effective faster. So with traditional neurofeedback, somebody might need 40 to 60 sessions. With microcurrent neurofeedback, our average is 15 to 20. So it's quite a bit less. So you're going to feel a response or feel different much sooner, usually within the first to the third session, somewhere in there. A lot of my clients in the first session will feel something different, positive. So that's a big difference and that equates to financially Uh, less expensive too. If you don't need 60 sessions, you might need 20. That's that's a lot of financial advantage. So um, we do also with microcurrent neurofeedback reach sustainability, which means the changes are enduring. So once we finish the trainings, those responses should endure without additional trainings. So we uh, also, with traditional neurofeedback, a lot of times there's a plateau. So that's when you know you're done, technically done with your neurofeedback. You've, you've gained everything you can gain. Many times if they come and do i microcurrent neurofeedback after that, they will have more positive results after that. So they can continue realizing positive results beyond what traditional neurofeedback can do. So there's a lot of really nice advantages, especially when you're treating children and trying to get them to do something during the training. They don't always want to do that. So with ISIS, they don't have to. They can watch a movie on their phone if they would like, or
1: play with putty or just sit quietly. So you're saying that you're hooked up to wires? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And then you're hooked up to that and these micro currents are going from the machine to our brains and they are, what, finding the, where the chemical deficiencies are, they're finding where they're, what is that, what is it, what does the trainings mean? Yeah,
0: so what happens is in the brain is with repeated exposure to stress or illness or trauma or damage to the brain tissue, the central nervous system becomes unbalanced. So that's manifests in things like anxiety and PTSD and uh, a lot of other things, attention issues, memory issues. There's a long list, chronic fatigue, insomnia, all that stuff. So that affects your quality of life. So when, when Isis is, hooked up to your head we use first of all let's let's back up a minute because it makes it sound kind of scary but we use very tiny electrodes they are probably half the size of a dime they look like tiny little waffles and there's five hooked up to the head at one time so very very tiny it's it's not as invasive as it sounds at all it's actually very relaxing you don't even hardly know that they're there so um so that's That's that, but it's, it's eliciting a tiny current of energy into the brain. And, and we don't necessarily spot treat for a specific symptom or condition. We don't have to, we are treating the brain as an organ. It is its own organ. It's very smart. It knows what it's supposed to be doing. So the pathways that have gotten stuck or damaged during trauma, stress, illness, whatever, we are sort of nudging those pathways to open up and function optimally, function the way they're supposed to function. So we use a tiny current of energy. It probably doesn't penetrate the skull because it's so tiny. It probably gets there through the central nervous system or the, the circulatory system. So we enhance the system with an infrared light too that increases blood flow in the body. But, um, Though that energy is what opens up those pathways. So when I say we're training the brain, we're really untraining it because it's Mm. stuck. So when we do a session, those pathways open up, that's the response, you're going to feel different somehow, I let my clients tell me what they're feeling, I need feedback for sure. And to know that what we're doing is working. Um, And then as with anything, those pathways want to close back up, right? So because they've been closed and they've been stuck, they wanna stay stuck. So we're opening them when we do a session and they're gonna eventually go back, right? And then then they're gonna come, the client's gonna come for another session and it's gonna open up and it's gonna stay open just a little longer that time. And then it's gonna close back up because that's what it's used to until we do enough sessions where that does not close back up again. And it stays open and the brain is now functioning as it was meant to. The brain knows how to heal itself so I'm if I have something that's stubborn like a client comes to me with a list of issues and we get everything is improving except for one thing let's just say depression is really just it's not moving Um, then I can do specific sight pairs on the head to try to target a specific symptom I can do that normally don't have to but sometimes I do so that's always an option
1: Okay. And that would be like changing where you place the, yes. okay. Yes. Okay. Changing where the electrodes are on the head. Yes. Okay. And it would be connected to an area in your brain that is specific for emotion. Let's exactly. Say. exactly. Okay. So yeah. it's like retraining your brain out of a bad habit.
0: Yes, that's very good way to say it. We also liken it to rebooting a computer Mm. when the computer gets stuck and it's just not functioning like it's supposed to and you turn it off and you turn it back on and wow, everything's great again. Yes, that's what it's doing. So the brain is just balancing itself out. Those pathways are unsticking. Things are functioning like they're supposed to function, like it's meant to function. So, um, and then there's all kinds of positive advantages to that positive feelings that people get things that they experience after that and it's it's always fun for me to hear what those are because it's different for everybody everybody's brain is different so um so it's been the most rewarding job I've ever had in my life
1: I love that and rewarding because you get to see an immediate result
0: usually yes
1: almost within three sessions
0: Yes. Usually Mm -hmm. the first session by the third session in probably 99% of the cases. I've had some tough ones. There are some people that are really suffering with some complex illness out there and we can make a difference, but sometimes it might take just a little bit longer to get there.
1: Okay. So you said people out there with complex illnesses. So what are some reasons people would seek this out?
0: Oh, gosh, there is what well, there isn't a reason why you <laughs> wouldn't do it, because what, what it's doing is it's causing your brain to function optimally. So even if you're not suffering with anything, it can still help your brain to function better than it is. So if you need peak performance, say you're an athlete, say you you give presentations at work or maybe you're a speaker and you just want to be able to talk. And, you know, process things and say things clearly and be able to think while you're under pressure. All of those things it helps with. It helps with memory recall. It helps with with those kinds of things that just generally we all could use a boost every once in a while in our brains. So, but the reasons that I see people mostly are anxiety is just rampant right now. Mm -hmm. even in in our youngsters, uh, I'm seeing that in almost every client um, to the point of debilitating anxiety and that, um, that requires some work. So anxiety, depression, PTSD, traumatic brain injury, attention issues, focus issues. Those are big too, uh, especially in young ones. Um, addiction, of course, that's my wheelhouse, um, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, um, sometimes we have pain that is unexplained. And so sometimes it is attached to what's going on in the brain. And if we can heal the brain, sometimes that pain is alleviated. Uh, insomnia is big. I never knew that there were so many people who don't sleep until mm. I started doing this job. So um, that's, a, that's a really chronic issue because when we, if we don't sleep, our brain is not healing. Our brain heals when we sleep. So, and it can hold up to 12 pounds of amyloid waste in the brain if we're not sleeping and getting that flushed out regularly. You can imagine 12 pounds of waste in your brain, how it's affecting the function of the brain. It's definitely not functioning properly at that point. So, um, so those are a very good reasons to come and get eye assist. Uh, I see a lot of people with tinnitus. We've, uh, we can improve tinnitus, hearing loss. Uh, stroke um, people who have had strokes and have residual issues from that we can help improve cancer patients people who have had chemotherapy and that kind of thing that has an effect on our brain as well so um, so it can be effective for things like that fibromyalgia all kinds and complex illness When, when sometimes the doctor just says we've done all we can do for you I don't I don't have anything else for you. I get those clients coming to me, and we're able to make improvements uh, in their lives as well. You know, gosh, I love it.
1: It sounds almost like a miracle. Miracle. Kind
0: of. <laughs> I've seen a lot of miracles. I hate to say that too much because it sounds too good to be true, but I do witness a lot of what I would call miracles, and and it's it's just wonderful to see because the goal is. help people feel better and get back to their lives so that doesn't mean that they won't need traditional therapy i work a lot with therapists and it and isis with therapy is a wonderful marriage because with isis it will bring up suppressed issues so those Mm -hmm. things do tend to come to the surface and as uncomfortable as that can be it's necessary to work through that stuff with a a trained therapist as well so
1: you mentioned add adhd and the young ones is this something that you use with adults only or 13 and up or four and up or
0: it is safe for every age group there is really nothing that would indicate that it would be unsafe for anything so so I have treated children as young as two and elderly um it actually can be used on animals, which I've never done, but I know that there are practitioners that do. So if you have a dog that is, has anxiety or something like that, or horses or whatever. So it's, it's safe for anybody. It's safe, even for those who have had a history of seizures. It does not cause seizures. So um, any age group, any, any pregnant person can, can uh, use IASIS. It, it, there's no, it's just, it's, perfectly safe.
1: Yeah, you said less than what we get from using our cell phone.
0: Yes. Yes. So it's painless too, which is a plus. Nobody wants to come in and and feel pain. So, right, it's not that. like electric shock therapy. No, no. So it's like if a shock therapy was on as far right as you can get, then ISIS is about as far left as you can get on a spectrum as far as energy-wise. So, um, yeah, and not not like shock therapy at all. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do ask that a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's nice to be able to say, okay, if that's what you thought you were coming for, you're in for a very nice surprise. <laughs> you're gonna really like me when we're done. Yes. <laughs> um, I love that it could help with dementia. Do you think that it would it gives people more years of alertness, clarity, memory retention if they start it early? Or is it does it matter where in the de- development of the dementia is? Of course, earlier is always
0: better because what we found is it doesn't reverse the dementia that has already occurred, but it can stop it from progressing or help it to progress much, much, much slower. So of course, that obviously improves the quality of life for longer. So if somebody is having memory issues, I highly recommend using Isis to Improve that, and if there is an issue like Alzheimer's or dementia, then we can we can slow the the progression with IASIS, and it's a pleasant experience too. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I have to go do this. The sessions are about thirty minutes. The actual IASIS part is about seven minutes, so it's it's not like you're sitting here for an hour. But my office is very calm. I play calm music. Uh, I have a diffuser going it smells pretty it's it's a really nice experience almost like a spa-like experience because all you have to do is relax so it's not it's not hard to just come take your 30 minutes you know every other week and and go about your business so um, I I I see no drawbacks to coming and and using the therapy as it was intended it sounds
1: very spa-like
0: It is.
1: (laughs) It is. I, so prior to meeting you, this is the first I had ever heard of it. And I am all on board with it. I'm like, I don't think I have anything wrong, but now I want to just go see if I notice any positive results. (laughs)
0: Definitely. Definitely. And I didn't really suffer with anything either when I was trained to do IASIS. However, I had been through a traumatic experience and I did start to experience some anxiety, some and and if you haven't experienced anxiety, you're lucky because it's, it's a really out of body type feeling because it comes out of nowhere and there's really no explanation at the time for what's happening. And that was happening to me just randomly. And I recognized what it was, didn't really understand why other than, yes, I probably have some PTSD from an experience, a life experience, but The first time I did ISIS was in my training. So we had practice, of course. So I was hooked up. And since that first session, I have never had another anxiety episode. um, And that was two years ago. So it eliminated it for me. However, I wasn't experiencing anxiety for years and years and years like some people. So so that makes a difference in, in how quickly we can alleviate something sometimes so for me anxiety has not been an issue um, with only one treatment One treatment hmm. just one yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. and I still treat myself regularly so Do you okay years later yeah and I feel like it it alleviates my stress I can feel that it it releases the cortisol from my body I always sleep better uh even though I don't really have problems with sleep I know when I do I I usually for a few nights, at least I sleep like almost like a dead person. It is so nice. Mm. And um, just, just think clearer, process clearer, uh, feel energy that I call it a clean energy where it's not like I just drank an energy drink. It's more like I just have energy and I feel good I don't know. It's hard to explain. And once you've experienced it, then I talk about the clean energy with my clients and they get it because that's how they, that, that's a very common thing. So, um, so I like it. I, I do like tune-ups on myself about once a month now. So
1: nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So people would seek this out for, like you said, many different things, depression, anxiety, possibly obesity.
0: It helps with eating issues. Yes. I've seen that a lot. Okay. we have clients on both ends of the spectrum. So somebody who's overeating, I have seen them come back and tell me, you know, I didn't feel like eating like I normally would. And then somebody on the opposite side who is not eating enough starts to eat normally. So it does somehow uh, balance that out in the brain too. So
1: nice. Yeah. And you've mentioned things like chronic fatigue and even pain, fibromyalgia, maybe not knowing where the root of the pain is, but addressing those issues. So with that, many of the people that are coming to see you are on medication. Yes. Do many Um, get off of medication after 12, 15 treatments or?
0: Yes, we have to be really careful with medication too, because there are side effects to medication. And when you're if you're on medication, it's fine. Please, you know, come and, and start IASIS. It's not a problem. But usually pretty early on, we start to notice that we're feeling a little bit, we're feeling symptoms of, of over-medication. So we have we have to just pay close attention to how we're feeling. So if we start to improve and then we take a big step back. Usually that has to do with the medication. So working very closely with the doctors, uh, psychiatrists, who's ever prescribing the medication is very important because there's a lot of instances where we can back down, we can lower dosages or eliminate medications with the use of ISS treatments. So um, if that's the goal, then this is a really good way to do that. And sometimes it's not the goal, but it happens anyway. And that's still a positive thing. So I can't promise that it happens to everybody. And I never guarantee that, but I do see it often.
1: Oh my gosh, I've had people come to me saying they don't want to be on this medication for the rest of their life. What can they do? And so, you know, working with me and doing some traditional therapy and maybe EMDR, we do things to help to try to get their body to heal itself while on medication, but to have something like this, to have the micro neurofeedback um, and to have your brain really fix itself without necessarily the work behind the traditional therapy, Um, that's, that's quite appealing.
0: It really is. And, and not to take anything away from traditional therapy, because I fully believe in it. And, and I have, I have two types of clients, one that is already working with a therapist. And sometimes, sometimes in the session, they're trying to do ER, EMDR, trying to do some, some specific modalities with them, but we can't get them to come down enough. To really focus on those things. So ISIS can help with that. So if we're trying to do EMDR or something like that, I'm I'm used to get their brain to calm down and get them to the point where EMDR can really be successful and productive. So that's one thing. And then I get clients who come in and they've tried therapy and they don't want to do that. I, I've tried it, it doesn't work for me. You know, whatever. And I love that because When they come to me and we we get into the process of IASIS, a lot of times their stuff starts to come to the surface and they decide maybe it would be really good to see a therapist (laughs) at the same time. And they start to be open to that because now stuff's coming up and they feel ready to process it and they need to process it with a trained professional. And I think that that's amazing. So it works both ways.
1: That is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, so along with being an IASIS certified provider, when I see it on paper, I say IASIS. And then when I hear you, I know you say IASIS. So, um, but along with that, you are also a licensed chemical dependency counselor intern, which means you have advanced training in addictions. So I know that you you've mentioned a few times where people can go to a therapist while doing this. But tell me how your LCDC, background connects with neurofeedback? Well, it's really the reason that I even started doing neurofeedback. So
0: um, I have a daughter who uh, is an addict. She became an addict as a teenager and went to uh, rehab treatment at 17 years old. So that personal experience got me and I'm, I'm always been somebody who will dive in and learn everything I can learn about something. So I read, as many books as I could get my hands on about addiction and how to parent a child who is an addict and how to be in recovery as a parent of a child who's an addict and all of the things, just just there's a whole lot that goes with goes with all of that experience. And so my original plan or maybe reason, purpose for doing this was to help my daughter. I really wanted to help her heal and help her be well and how, and I wanted her to have a life, you know, beyond her addiction. And so through the connections I made through the recovery community, I was trained to do Isis and got to do Isis, but my daughter was literally my first client. Mm, I was going to ask. Yeah. I got to treat her. She was sober by then. Um, and I got to treat her and we got to see the amazing ways that it helped her and it eliminated her anxiety and helped her focus. And, ended her chronic neck pain and just helped eliminate the cravings that she was having for her substances and really I think personally what it did for her was it healed the damage she'd done to her brain by using and she was able to feel joy and you know a lot of times if we have people who are using substances they the damage that the substances due to the brain causes the brain not to be able to produce the happy hormones so that they don't feel joy anymore. Even when they stop using it takes a really, really long time sometimes for those really high feelings to come back. And so with IASIS, it has been shown to help the brain to start producing those happy hormones faster. So she left after her first session and texted me and said, I haven't felt this happy in a really long time. And that for me was just confirmation that I'm doing something that is helping people and if it helps her it can help lots of people because she would be the first one to tell me this is crap it's this is, this is terrible it didn't do anything but um, she wasn't sleeping either but now she's sleep like everything in her life has gotten better and I think um, I think I would like to do that for everybody if I can so she's the reason I'm here doing what I'm doing. I've seen what it can do. I've witnessed it. I've experienced it. And I know how valuable it is and can be. So I, uh, I just, I feel grateful actually just to be able to do it. Yeah,
1: what a great testimony. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. <laughs> so you mentioned that when your daughter did it for the first time with you, she was sober. If somebody is coming for addiction support, do they need to be sober?
0: It's preferable if they come to me sober, um, at least for their session. Okay. So um, that is preferable. I would I can do it either way. I can do it either way. If somebody's wanting to get sober and need and wanting tools to help them to get sober, ISIS can be that. If 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 I'm seeing somebody who doesn't want to be sober, I'm not sure that there's a big advantage to doing it. So because the substances. We're gonna we're gonna heal the brain, and then you're gonna go take substances, and it's gonna negate what we did possibly, and then heal, and then negate. So, if we're, if somebody's trying to be sober, yes, definitely it can be a tool to use. I don't think that we can call it a cure for anything. I would I, I think that that's going a little too far. I can't guarantee, but I do know that with IASIS, many people have been able to. Quit alcohol, quit cigarettes or nicotine, uh, that kind of thing. So it helps with that as well. But I think if somebody really wants to be in recovery from substances, it can be a really, really helpful tool.
1: Um, so since you brought up your daughter, mm-hmm. I you also in your bio we mentioned the PAL group. And so yeah. I want to switch gears just for a second and talk about that. Can you talk about what the PAL group is, why people would seek it out, all of those things?
0: Absolutely. So PAL is, is short for Parents of Addicted Loved Ones. So obviously I am a parent of addicted loved ones. So I have attended parent meetings with my daughter's treatment center in Arizona the whole time she was there. Actually, I've been now doing that for three years so I still do those meetings but when she moved back home from Arizona we tried to find the same or similar things here in Houston and couldn't really find anything that had to do with parents unless you were a member of another facility or treatment center or whatever so um, so I started my own meetings for parents because Al-Anon is wonderful I have no problem with Al-Anon in fact it benefited me quite a bit um, at certain times, but we know that the parent child relationship is unique. Um, it's, it's different than a spousal relationship or a friend relationship, or even a sibling type relationship. You know, we, we can't divorce our kids, nor do we want to. So it's, it's just, it's a really unique relationship and I felt like me there needed to be support for parents dealing with addicted children, whether they be young children or adult children, it doesn't matter. It's the same experience. It's the same type of relationship. And so dedicated support for parents was important to me. So I started those meetings two years ago and I enjoy working with families uh, of addicted children or of addicted loved ones, any, any loved one, uh, because that's, that's been my experience. That's something that I completely understand and can relate to and feel like I can give back in that way.
1: Before we started this podcast, we talked about how people who have been through hard life experiences are who make the best therapists. And I, so you just spoke so beautifully to that, right? I've been through that. I am fully equipped to lead these groups and help people because, I can empathize on a level that somebody who hasn't experienced it can't.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And it's, it's just something that is part of my life and has changed me forever. So there's no going back once I, once you experience these types of things. So if I can give back to and help just one person get through it, it's worth it to me. So.
1: I love that. So how can somebody find your meeting and attend them? Are they online right now? Are they in person?
0: We meet in person, we, we feel like support groups are better off in, better in person, more supportive. Uh, so we meet in the Woodlands. We meet right now at Mosaics of Mercy, which is um, right in the back of the Woodlands, like 2978, 1488 area on Tuesday nights from 6.30 to 8.00 PM. Anybody can join us 18 years old and older. So even siblings and um, other family members are welcome to join us. And if you want to look up what PAL is about, the website is palgroup.org. So you can also find other meetings there. So if you're in a
1: different area, there's different meetings across the country. Okay. We'll have that in the podcast description too. Yeah. Mm So I really appreciate you taking the time to explain what you do. I can tell by your passion and knowledge that you believe completely in the techniques you've shared today. Mm -hmm. Before we end, I'm wondering if there are any last thoughts you would like to leave our listeners with.
0: I just would invite people to be open-minded to trying more natural ways of healing. I think too often we are willing to take a pill to feel better right now. And that's not necessarily the case with medication, but it could be the case with ISS microcurrent neurofeedback, where you do feel better in the within the first session, first three sessions uh, of using a technology that heals the brain naturally and allows the brain to heal itself the way it's supposed to and function better long-term without putting a substance in your body that's going to have side effects or it's going to manifest in other ways, positive or negative. So that's, I'm a very naturopathic type. I'll look for those solutions first. I hope to encourage more people to do that because there's just, there's no side effects to Isis, no, no negative side effects, only positive. So, um, and 97% of our clients have improved their condition using ISIS, so there's no reason not to try it, really. And um, but getting the word out there too is is part of what I need to do better at because if people don't know it's an option, then they don't know they can try it. But hopefully, this will help and, and encourage people to seek it out.
1: Yeah, hopefully, I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you again. And to my listeners, I hope this was as informative and insightful for you as it was for me. Last week, I told you we would be discussing micronutrients that you might not realize you are missing specifically in regards to mental health conditions. That episode is still coming, but I had the opportunity to meet with Janelle and didn't want to pass that up. So next week, we will be exploring many of the nutrients that have a direct impact on our mental health and how we can be sure we are getting enough of them. Remember, at Hope Again, it is our hope that each day, the light at the end of your tunnel truly does get brighter each day. So if you have lost hope in ever feeling good, calm, safe, or happy again, this is your invitation to try one more time and hope again.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Please subscribe, and if you have any questions from today's episode, You can contact Jessica at hopeagaincc at gmail.com. Remember, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful.